has the comic book industry been saved by Eric July, a.k.a. Young Ripper? Has Vince McMahon in, in WWE, um, great, has they fallen down to the di- deepest, darkest paths where they will never return to what they were? Who knows? Will Elon Musk be forced to buy Twitter even after he uh, after he vowed to back out? Well, we're, we'll find that out here in a minute, but like, yeah, before we get into that, I'm Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 55, and I'm sorry, guys, I haven't done an episode in over a week. Like, um, like I was talking with um, Osiris, like, a, yes, it was either yesterday or the day beforehand. I messaged him. I told him that the reason why I'm not, I haven't done an episode in, like, over a week or something like that, because, like, since I have a strike on my channel, I don't want to um, just crank out content like I, like before I got the strike, because, like, um, I don't want to risk getting, getting another one. So, I'm taking time in between episodes more and more. That's what I'm planning to do. I'm, I'm just gonna be taking. I'm just gonna be taking the time and just like go slowly into it, so that I don't like rush into everything and all like that. Because I just want to take my time and like so to avoid getting the strike. I can ju- I just do episodes and just so there's a less chance of me actually getting the strike. I do not want to get another one. I I really do not want to get another strike because I do not want to. I'm, I, I want this channel to be up here, and I want it to stay here. I don't want it to, to risk losing it or like get, having get, getting banned or whatever like that, like that. So from from so from now on, what I'm gonna be doing, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like I'm doing uh, maybe like one, two, maybe three episodes each week from now on, like something anywhere like that, because I just do not want to risk in another strike. I know I've said that multiple times, but I'm just trying to make it clear. So you guys don't think I'm just abandoning you or, or the audience. I have not. I'm not. I'm not. I have not. I'm just going. I'm going to continue making content. I'm just going to do it sparingly right now. Now, once the strike does drop off, once it does, I will be getting back to what I did was doing beforehand, where I was just cranking out content and stuff like that, because I love love doing that. And then when I got that strike, it just messed things up and stuff like that. So it is what it is. So. Yeah, I don't like it just as much as you guys do, but yeah, we gotta gotta work with what we have right now. So sorry about that. Huh. Now, before I get into the main topic, before I get into the topics here, I want to I want to give a shout out to my buddy Carlos, who I've had on the show before. He has started his own podcast. So, like, and, and like, I haven't watched the episode yet, but like, um. I'm going to, like, after I get done with this podcast, I'm going to, like, turn it on, just, like, listen to it and stuff like that. But I want I want, I want want everyone here to go over and subscribe to his channel right here. I'm going to bring it up right here. Carlos Barantes, he's my buddy. I've, I've had him on the, on my podcast here multiple times. Like, yeah, he has, he started his own um, political podcast, just like I have, and like Osiris has, and everyone, and, and Adam has. Yeah. But this is his podcast right here, Patriots, Patriots of the American Republic. And Carlos, I hope you're watching there because I'm giving you a shout out right here. Because I'm a, like I said, I'm a huge fan of yours. I'm a big, I'm a love of your animation stuff, and I'm also going to be going to um, support your um, po- um podcast. So everyone that's watching this video, go over to Carlos's podcast right here. It's called Patriots of the American Republic. To go type that in, on, go, go type it in on YouTube. Go to it and subscribe to it. And like when you subscribe to it, let him know that I sent you there. So that because he so he'll know that um, I, I put the word out for him. But like, from but the show is actually from I haven't watched I, I listened to I haven't listened to much of it. I've only listened to like a couple seconds of it. So like 
I haven't seen, so I don't know a whole lot what goes up, what he talked about, except for something in the comments. So, yeah. But like, but like here, like I commented on it. Um, I told Osiris, and he, and I, I subscribed to the, his channel, and then I told Osiris, and like he, he came over and subscribed to it. So, yeah, that that was that was pretty fun right there. So, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun, everyone. But like I said, make sure to go over to Carlos's podcast right here and subscribe to it, Patriots of the American Republic. I just because I want to help my buddy out because like. Yeah, he he's he's doing he's he's doing a lot of things like I am, fighting the the, the political left and fight and fighting for American freedom. Not in terms of, I'm not talking about in terms of military. I'm talking about in terms of like um saying what he actually believes in and like getting his his own message out there. Like he has his own podcast, like I do, and he's just getting the word out just like I am. So yeah, I advise you guys please go check his channel out and subscribe to it because like yeah, I, I just want to help my friend out. So yeah. All right, there. Um, we've talked about that. Now I'm going to get into the main topics here today. I this this came out like yes, it was yes yesterday. It did. If you guys don't know who Eric July is, he's a YouTuber, and he is a great YouTuber. He's a libertarian YouTuber. Well, he's not. He does talk just some politics, but mostly he talks about entertainment and like and just entertainment, um, comic books and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool stuff. The time from time does talk just a tidbit about politics, just a tidbit, and he's actually a libertarian. Now, like, I, I obviously, like, um, I just I'm a conservative. I disagree with him on some things. Some of the things that he says, I disagree with him on, but I most of the time I agree with him, like the vast majority of it. Like, there's just a few small inkling things here that aren't necessarily that big that me and him disagree on, but there's still things we disagree on. But overall, I'm a big fan of of, of Eric. I found out who Eric was from Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers and G and Gary from Nerd Erotic. It's like I'm a big fan of those guys because like years ago I I got hooked on Geeks and Gamers when he, when, when um, Jeremy was talking about the Last Jedi and how awful it was because I because I hated the Last Jedi. Like when he was talking about it, I saw I, I jumped on and started watching them, and I've been watching them ever since. And that's how I found out about Gary from Nerd Erotic. And so yeah, and he I, I'm a big fan of his his show too. Then um, through those guys, I found out everyone else from 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 the from the, that they do collabs with, like um, Eric. He's one of them that they do a lot of collabs with, and like and like I watched Eric and like he's a really cool guy. You guys should check his channel out soon. Yeah, it's it's really cool stuff. Really cool. Yeah. But as you can see from the title, when I talked about Eric July, he has started his own comic book company. Now, he announced that he was going to do this um, a while ago. The reason why he said he was going to do it was because he said he was tired of how comic books have become so awful. Not through just this woke politics and stuff like that, but also with 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 all the horrible stories and stuff like that. And like, yeah, I can I can believe that because I because I love comic books. I just it's hard collecting today because like all the comic books today are woke or trash. Like the story and all of that. Everything is trash. Yesterday, he officially announced that um, the company is actually starting up and everything with the comic book company. I'm going to bring this up right here. So give me a second. Excuse me. Give me one second. Bring it up right here. Okay. Rip reverse. Uh, rip reverse comics. Right here. Uh, Eric July, this is his company, um, Rip Reverse Comics. 
like him, his nickname he his, for his channel is like it's like Young Ripa, something like that. And Eric is also a rapper too. Like his rapping is actually awesome when you look at it. It is awesome. And so like, and, but like, I advise you to go read that as well. And like, um, this I believe was this yesterday or okay, yeah, this on July. Like, this is something he posted to um on yesterday, I believe. Yeah. He says that you can sign up for the mailing list at, at ripaverse.com. We'll see you Monday morning at 7-11 um, at July 11th, 2022. All right. So like, before we go in, like, check out on that um, site right there where he set up all everything, we'll check. He made this video that he posted on on to Twitter. And like, um, I want to um to show you. Okay, that was a terrible. I do not want to look at that. I, yeah. Like I want to look, but I want to show you guys this some video that Eric made, and it's awesome. Like so, I'm gonna play it right here just so you guys can see it. So, cause it, it just watch. I'm Eric July, founder, owner, and writer. Welcome to the Riververse. Uh huh. The Riververse is the result of a comic book lifer that wanted to be a part of the solution instead of always griping about the problem. Now, don't <laughs> get me wrong, this was... Yeah, like, um, <laughs> just complaining about um, all the bad stories and, like, how bad comic books have gotten today isn't going to get him anywhere. So, so, so to, to solve, help solve that problem, start creating one of, of his own. Just like um, with cancel culture, with, um, with, like, Trump and stuff like that and everyone else on social media. Like... Can't so they say like, hey, if we can't be on like Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook, we'll go create our own. And like Eric July is doing the same thing, only it's with comic books. Always a part of my aspirations. However, the current climate certainly sped things up. Like, look at that animation right here. This drawing and animated style of it. That is badass. It's really badass. Like, I, 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 I actually signed up for the pre-order thing. So like um, so like um, I'm actually gonna start collecting his comics um when they when they start dropping, I'm gonna start collecting. Like I collect comic books, just not a whole lot recently. But because Eric July is creating this, I'm gonna start collecting a lot of them, and I'm actually gonna start reading them too. Like this can be like the new. This could be like the the Marvel and DC of, of this generation, like the really brand new store kind of stories. Like it, this can be awesome right here, awesome. I can't wait for it. So, yeah, let's continue on. You've watched some of your favorite comic book characters be bastardized to the point to where they're completely unrecognizable yeah. to just use as career stepping stones yeah. for a lot of writers that don't care about the lore. Some even despise their fans. Those uh -huh. are people that just want to tell stories uh -huh. that represent their social political views, even if they don't make sense for the characters that they're. That's really what comic books have become today, just like with entertainment and everything else. Has gotten wokeified just to put the far left um, um politics into it, even though they're not necessarily or it's necessary for the story or the characters. And whenever they do that, it just ruins it. it. Surely does. Look at the Eternals, or Black Widow, Shang Chi. Those are just a few of them. Writing and of course, these mega corporations that control these properties don't exactly make it easy for you to get in and understand what's canon. Yeah. 
So maybe it's time for something new. Yep, it truly is. We are a comic book company first yep. and foremost that will yep. never be forgotten no matter how big this venture gets. Yep. We are guided by a set of principles known as the Ripper. And um, Eric is doing this with his own money. It's not donations or like I'm taking corporate dollars. No, he's doing this with his own money out of his own pocket. Literally. He's literally doing this. Like he even said in one of his videos, it costs like 200 grand to do this. 200 grand. That is a whole lot right there. That could get me a house. But he's doing this because he loves entertainment and loves comics so much. And he's sick of how, how comic books have become today. So, like, he's going to, he's creating his own to just to counteract that. And, like, I like that a whole lot. I truly do. Verse ethic. You will find this on a page in every single book that we release. And it's a set of standards that we certainly want you to hold us to. There are three main things that we will always emphasize. Number one, respect the customer. Oh. That's actually the number one. That's the best thing they have. he's doing right here. The best one by far. If you respect the customer, the customer will respect you and give you their money. This is, that's just how it works. We aren't owed your dollar, but we love to have you as longtime supporters. It's going to be up to us to keep you interested yep. and invested. Now, anytime there's passion involved, there's going to be those conflicts, but we'll respect you. So as long as you respect yep. us, it's all about reciprocity. Yep. Our second point of emphasis is canon and continuity. Yeah. Founder, oh, founder. Oh shit! I gotta go. I'm so sorry about that, guys. I, I gotta get back to that part right there. Um, canon and continuity is the most important. Is probably the set, close number two right there. This is an ever-expanding universe. There's yep. going to be many of characters that will be introduced. But when you buy a book from us, you own a piece of history. It yep. matters. These events will not be erased by way of time travel or some multiversal aspect. This is probably something I slightly disagree with Eric on. Because, like, I actually like time travel and multiverse stuff. Now, I'm fine. Now, I'm not saying he has to do it. I'm fine with him not doing it. I'm just saying, I like time travel and multiverse stuff. That's just me. But the, you can disagree with me, but that's just my opinion. And number three, a comprehensive timeline. Yep. No matter when you jump into this space, we want to make it easy for you to get caught up on some characters yep. that you're interested in. So we're going to yep. keep the reboots to a minimum. Now, yep. don't worry. We know that picking up the pieces is part of the fun. So we're not going to exactly hold your hand. Mm -hmm. Yep. And while I personally value liberty, we're not going to beat you over the head with on the nose current politics. And Nor should there be any politics and entertainment at all. Like me, whenever some content comes out, I don't want politics of any kind, whether left or right. No, I'm a conservative. I do not want conservative or right wing politics involved in it. I just want a good story. That's it. Nothing else. And current narratives that will completely contradict what it is that we're trying to do here. So whether you're into our main character in our first book, I Sum, or you're into Yaira, or you're interested in all of them will certainly have you as a customer. Your ethnic background yep. or genetic makeup is wholly irrelevant to us. Yeah. Yep. Like Osiris said, like when he was doing his live stream on this yesterday, this gets right here, this image right here gives off some GT. GTA vibes. So it kind of does, but yeah, 
it, it kind of does. So I, I can understand where he's coming from on that. Now, previously being part of comic book fandoms myself, I understand the importance of them. We'll do our jobs to preserve the sanctity on the business end, and we hope you will help us preserve a more healthy and thriving fandom. Yep. If we manage to do that, we're going to be very competitive in this market, and we're going to yep. make our mark on this industry. We're yep. not going to be perfect. Errors will be made, yep. but we won't let that stop us from yep. being great. Yep, 100% agree. So visit Ripperverse.com where we have our own unique store that is tailor-made for our audience. A lot of our stuff will be released in campaign format with limited edition items. And once they're gone, they're gone. We'll be making books that expand across many different genres. So yeah. I'm very confident that we'll have something that is right for you in a series that you'll make your favorite. And yeah. one last thing. I started this company with no external investors, and yep. that's something that I like to remain true. Sure, we want to expand in many different avenues, video yep. games, yep. animation, yep. maybe even live action movies, yep. but not if it means selling off assets. Yep. We only answer to the customer. 100% we don't want to make the same mistake as the other guys. Yeah, 100% <laughs> yeah. agree right there. 100% agree. I'm a big fan of Eric. Huge, huge fan of Eric. He and that guy is, is smart as hell. He knows what he's doing and he and he knows his comic book history. But and like I I just like a lot of the stuff he does. I truly do. Now, in Eric and Eric and is like some of his recent videos. I think he's taken like all of his comic book stuff off his walls and, and like he's only and he's changed his camera angle and he's only gonna be putting up his own comic book stuff on his walls because like it's kind of like starting up a new era for him. So, like, he's going to be focusing on him and his uncommon books, stuff like that. So, that's pretty cool right there. I, I can't wait right there. Like, that's going to be something really, really cool in the future. And so, yeah, um, I'm also go to his website right there. Uh, I'm bring this up. Uh, Rip Reverse. Uh, right here. But this is that website that, that he did. I'm already signed up, but, like, so I'm so like when I'm notified, I'll get notified. I can't. I'll, I'll be. I'll know when I'm pre-orders for certain books will come out. So I, I'm gonna start collecting a lot of stuff from them. I'm not saying I'm gonna be able to get everything, but like I'm gonna try to get as many as much as I can because like I'm a huge fan of Eric and like I want to support him and like so and like make, and help his his company expand. Because yeah, because guess what? I love comic books. Comic books are near and dear to my heart, and they mean a whole lot to me. And like I, I'm, I've just gotten sad with how it's gotten sad with how comic books have become these days. But like it's all wokeified and like just nothing but politics and like left wing agenda putting them like, yeah, like so. This will actually be help move forward and so like and start with this. I cannot wait for this to start. I'm gonna be very excited. So yeah, if you guys haven't um if you guys haven't like gone over there and like um and like signed up, I suggest you go over there right now. Um, and sign up at ripaverse.com. Like you'll, and once you sign up, you'll get notified right when um, right when a new book will be up for pre-order. I can't wait for that. Huh. All right, I'm gonna move on to the next topic here today. That was that was something interesting, but move on right here. As you guys know, 
I haven't talked about this in the, for like at all because for reason and like because I haven't been doing as many videos lately. But like as you guys know, you guys probably heard the story. And like, yes, I know this is from coming from ESPN, but I still I'm still um doing reading the article from here. As you guys know, Vince McMahon, the the CEO, well, technically not right now the CEO, but CEO of WWE. Listen. I've been I when I was younger I was a huge WWE fan. When I was a kid I was especially when I was a kid. But as I got older and WWE just went down the toilet hole for me. It like it's not the same. It's gotten goofy, corny, all that. All the got people that I grew up watching, they're gone or retired or they've got they've gotten um they've gotten fed to like the new talent so yeah. I, well, when I was a kid, I liked John Cena, but when I got older, I re and I, I re and I saw a lot of things. I was like, oh, yeah. I've gotten to the point where I don't really even watch WWE anymore. I don't really even watch wrestling anymore. I don't really watch AEW. Like, there was a point where I was actually liking AEW, but I just like r wrestling just gone down like as a whole. Like WWE has killed my love for wrestling as a whole. So I don't really even watch AEW either. So, yeah, it's just gone down the hole. Like I'm sad about it, but it is what it is. So, got to deal with it. Yeah. Right. We'll move on. To, I'm gonna move on to this um, article right here. Like a story broke out a, a few weeks ago about Vince McMahon. Like he's stepping aside as chairman during an investigation into alleged hush money payments to to women he, that he supposedly had an affair with now i don't know if he truly did have an affair or not i i don't know under this just coming from the article right here and also like i've also heard rumors that um his, him and his wife linda i believe it's linda that they separated or something like that i don't know because of this affair thing that's been alleged <clears throat> who knows if it's real or not i don't know so like so like i heard about this a little bit before it broke but when it first broke i was like Oh, it kind of makes sense like like that. So I don't know. Is it is it, let's just go read into the article right here. Let's just read into it. Huh. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Huh. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Vince McMahon is stepping aside from his role as CEO and chairman of World Wrestling Entertainment. Kind of miss World Wrestling Federation, so yeah. <laughs> During an investigation into a, a report that he agreed to pay hush money to a former employee over alleged affair. Okay. The company announced Friday. Allergies coming back again, man. I can't stand when my allergies coming back, especially when I'm in the middle of a podcast. Last episode wasn't so good, so yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry about that, guys. Like, allergies are messing up right now. So, forgive me for that. <clears throat> All right, let's go read into this now. <clears throat> WWE said in a re release that a special committee of, of the board is conducting an investigation into alleged misconduct by its chairman and CEO, Vincent, M Vincent M M McMahon, and John Laurinaitis. John Laurinaitis is a guy who also works for WWE. is works with the talent talent relations and so like that. 
head of talent relations, and that effective immediately. McMahon has voluntarily stepped back from his responsibilities as CEO and chairman of the board until the conclusion of the investigation. Yeah, when I very first heard about this, I was like, it kind of like got me a little excited too, because like, oh, he's stepping down. So like, maybe we can also get someone new creative and maybe he can like um, get my interest back up. But like, as I read into the article of, um, when I first saw it, it's like, oh, he's still going to be head of creative. He's just stepping aside from right now as the CEO and chairman. So like, it's not going to change anything. It's still going to be corny and, and stupid as it is. So, yeah. <sighs> McMahon is cooperating with the inquiry, WWE said, and will retain his role and responsibilities related to WWE's creative content during this period. Like I said, I, I, I got a little excited when I first, first heard he was stepping away, but when he's still going to be in charge of creative control and stuff like that, I lost all hope immediately because, like, nothing's going to change. It's still going to be the corny stuff it is already. So, yeah. He is also scheduled to appear on SmackDown on Friday, WWE announced. And, yes, this this is from a few weeks ago. So, yeah. And he did um, appear on SmackDown on that, on that Friday. So, yeah. I have pledged my complete cooperation to the investigation by the special committee, and I will do everything possible to support the investigation. I have also pledged to accept the findings and outcome of the investigation, whatever they are, McMahon said in a statement. So, yeah. Hope, I kind of hope he permanently steps away. I just hope, he, not just from create, not just from the CEO and stuff like that and chairman, I hope he does step away from the creative side and permanently so we can get someone new creative in there to just make WWE interesting again. Because I miss being uh, watching wrestling in a lot of ways. But I just don't do it anymore because it's just gotten so bad. I have no interest in it, really. So, yeah. yeah. McMahon's daughter, Stephanie, will serve as the interior CEO and chairwoman, WWE said. So, yeah, not, it's not, that's not that bad. So, yeah. She had announced last month that she was taking a leave of absence from most of her responsibilities at the organization. She had been serving as the company's chief brand officer. Oh, excuse me. I don't know. Maybe it had something to do with this. I don't know. Who knows? Or maybe with something else. Maybe because because Triple H had a heart attack of, of last year and he had surgery over it. So maybe that's what she was doing, stepping away just so he could like um, um so he could so she could help her in the, with her family and stuff like that. Who knows? So yeah. <laughs> Friday's move follows a Wall Street Journal's report. Wednesday that McMahon agreed to a secret $3 million settlement with the former employee who was hired as a paragel para in 2019. The separation agreement, which was signed in January, is meant to prevent the woman from discussing her relationship with, Mc, with McMahon or making disparaging comments about him. Yeah. According to the journal, the report citing documents and the accounts of people familiar with the inquiry said an investigation began in April and has uncovered other non-disclosure agreements over the years involving misconduct claims from former employees against McMahon and Laurinaitis. Now, these are old school guys. Like, of course, it's not surprising that they're, they've gotten involved in affairs and stuff like that. It's not that surprising. So, yeah, because a lot of people, especially people in power, like um like and the billionaires and like um that, that run giant companies and like older people of course it's not surprising they're going to get involved in affairs like i don't i don't think this should be surprising at all 
Like there has been a few storylines in WWE where Vince has had enough had affairs with women and stuff like that. There's this famous one from years ago where like it was on an anniversary of Raw. I forgot which one it was. I know it was a kid. It was one of my all-time favorite episodes where I had a lot of the old stars on it. Where like um Triple H came out and like um talked about because like it's about, about uh, because like Vince and his family, they were actually gonna do a family photo portrait to, to celebrate it. And Triple H came out and talked about a bunch their other members of the family too, because ones that Vince have had an affairs with. So and he brought out a bunch of women. <laughs> so that part that was hilarious right there. That is one of my most favorite, and it's the most iconic raw moments in, in WWE moments in history. As a matter of fact, I may have to go take it, watch that, watch that again pretty soon because that was one of the most funny. And oh my god, I I just love that video. That was just amazing. So yeah, yeah. McMahon bought the then World Wrestling Wrestling Federation from his father Vincent J. McMahon in 1982 and built the company company into a global wrestling powerhouse and media columnate that that produced crossover stars such as Hulk Hogan, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin and John Cena. So, yeah. WWE is a publicly traded company, but McMahon still holds a majority of the shareholders' voting power. So, yeah, like it's not surprising when you look at this, like $3 million and like $3 million is nothing for Vince, not even close. So yeah, the guy's a billionaire. So of course he can pay for it. But then this story broke out later early, earlier today about the same thing. I'm going to bring this one up. <clears throat> I mean, one second, I'm bringing this video, video, this um, article up <clears throat> right here. This was from the day. Yes, it was. Around 4.23 p.m. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Man, my allergies are messing up right now at the wrong time. Okay. Right. I'm going to read this article right now. Netflix polls WWE Vince McMahon documentary after $12 million Sexual misconduct hush money reports surfaced. Well, they're pulling his documentary because of the, because of this um, hush money things with hush money, but there's because we but this hush money that with women that he had affairs with, but they still have cuties up on their on their platform though. Cuties that disturbing, disgusting movie about. Okay, I, I can't even say that right now. It's it's too disturbing. If you you guys know what I'm talking about when I say cuties, like. That, oh my God, I don't even want to talk about that. That is just disgusting. I'm going to try to move on from that and just let's go into this article right here. WWE head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis, is also facing allegations of sexual misconduct. So, yeah, like, I'm going to go, go read into this right here. <clears throat> As the Wall Street Journal reported earlier this week, WWE chairman and CEO Vince McMahon paid over $12 million in hush money to four women over the past 16 years. 16 years. <laughs> Not surprising. So, yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if there's actually more. And matter of fact, there probably could be more. Probably is. I don't, we just don't know. They just haven't released it. So, yeah. Because of those reports, 
Netflix has repeatedly pulled out of a documentary that was in development. According to Denise Salicino, Salicino, I don't know how to say that. I'm so sorry about that, guys. The doc was deep in in post-production. She also reported that millions had already been spent on the project. So they're pulling out from this documentary after they spent millions of dollars over it because of this hush money allegations that came out. They still allow cuties to be up there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's read let's read this right here. This tweet right here. Sources tell me, okay, this is just sources, so who knows? That Vince McMahon Netflix documentary has been pulled off and is off the pro has been pulled and is off the programming spreadsheet at Netflix. A source at Netflix confirmed it no longer being listed on their spreadsheet. Another source at Netflix said that shit's out of here. So, yeah, reminds me a whole lot of the, um, the, the, oh, my God, I forgot what his name was. Who's that comedian? Oh, my God, I just forgot his name. Uh, Net, Netflix, I'm going to say, Dave Chappelle, my mistake, I'm so stupid right here. It reminds me of that Dave Chappelle controversy last um was it earlier this year or was it last year? I don't remember. It was that Dave Chappelle stuff where like people got mad about Dave Chappelle making a simple joke about something and like people threatened to cancel um, there was a walkout at Netflix. People wanted to take his his um his show off net. So yeah, so that was pretty pathetic right there. Just I'm just letting you know right there. Like I'm a huge Dave Chappelle fan, so yeah, I'm glad that was left up there. So yeah. Stephanie McMahon, daughter of Vince, is currently serving as the interim CEO and chairwoman of WWE. She was appointed that position in June after Vince stepped down while an internal investigation was being conducted over his alleged $3 million payment to an, to an ex-employee. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this is it's not surprising that this is happening. Well, the fact that he had an affair, so that's the thing that's not surprising. So, yeah. Stephanie has yet to commit to the latest news to comment on the to the on to comment to. Okay, that's just weird. Comment to on the latest news, and she hasn't tweeted since July fourth. Previously, she had commented on the documentary, saying that the date of the re- release was still to be determined. So, yeah, I'm gonna read more. Let's read more into this. So. This is interesting stuff right here. It's scheduled to release next year in 2022. Oh, this is probably last year then. The timing is still um, to be announced, to be determined, McMahon said in March. I am I am equal parts excited and really nervous. I don't know what, what it's going to say, but it's going to capture his life and his story, which is so rich, rich, which so richly, richly, richly deserves to be told. So, yeah. McMahon is, and like so, Vince does have a lot of his history. Just yeah, it this just just goes to show how much history he has. So, McMahon is not the only WWE higher up that is facing allegations of sexual misconduct. The WWE board is also investigating John Laurinaitis, head of talent relations, for for, for similar inappropriate relationships with the same staffers as McMahon. That alone is just weird with the same woman that he had. So, yeah. Lauren Addis took a leave of absence in June and remains on leave. Um, is there more to this? Uh, there's nothing more. So, yeah. I'll read the video of this. Maybe, 
yeah, let's read this. Let's watch this video on it. So, yeah. If there is. Oh, that has nothing, that has nothing to do with it right there. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's something completely different right there. Sorry about that, guys. But, yeah, this just goes to show you how, how, um, how things have gotten, how weird things have gotten. Like, cancel culture, it's coming for everyone. It's coming for Vince McMahon. Now, I don't like his creative choices in wrestling anymore. I can't stand them. But, like, the fact that he had an affair with some women, like, it's not that surprising that he paid them off, too. But, like, they, but like Netflix, I'm canceling his documentary, but still allowing that disturbing movie that they made, Cuties, to remain on the platform. Why are they allowing that disturbing movie to remain there? When Vince McMahon, who has done something that's, that's, that is nothing compared to that movie, and they just took it down. That makes, that makes no sense to me. That makes truly no sense. Not not even a little. But they took it down. Like I said, like this is incredibly pathetic right here. It is truly, truly pathetic that they're doing this to Vince McMahon. Now, like I, now, like I said, I don't like his WWE creative decisions, but like this is this is something different. I'm just saying, to be consistent, if they're taking Vince McMahon's documentary down, they also have to take cuties down. Because and cuties is far worse than this. I'm just letting you know that. But Netflix isn't going to do that. Why? Because they have a woke agenda. That's just how it is. So, yeah. And plus, Vince McMahon is a is a is friends with Donald Trump. So that just lets you know right there. The fact that he's friends with them, someone like that, they hate him, so they're going to take him out as well. Yeah. And speaking of Trump, I'm going to go into this next article right here, the final topic of the video right here. Give me one second. I'm bringing this up. Okay. And plus, it's, it's about the Elon Musk thing. Because as you guys know, Elon Musk, um, he backed out of buying Twitter today. No, was it today or yesterday? It was yesterday, I believe. Yeah, he backed out of it. And so what happened was um, Trump um, talked about it. He did, an, he did an interview with Breitbart on it. And he says that he called it early and that he wasn't surprising at all. Now, like I said, I'm disappointed that Elon um, backed out of it because I was hoping he could come in there and put free speech back in. But at the same time, when he's looking at it, he basically fooled a bunch of Twitter, the Twitter people and just um, got them upset and stuff like that and just trolled them. So it's kind of a, in a weird way, but it's just a very weird way that it's kind of a win-win for, for everyone. So, yeah. yeah. But let's go read into the article right now. Exclusive. Donald Trump on Elon Musk pulling out of Twitter deal. I called it early. Let's go read right into it. And that's Trump and Elon right there. So yeah, now, I'm gonna go. We're gonna watch that. I want to. Yeah, let's just let's just go read into the article right here because this is something interesting right here. <laughs> Las Vegas, Nevada. Former President Donald Trump told Breitbart News exclusively that he knew Elon Musk would not actually acquire Twitter despite the hype. All right, let's read more into this. <laughs> I knew that. Twitter had a lot of the fake accounts because I read. Wait, one second. <clears throat> Sorry about that, guys. Like everyone else does, Trump told Breitbart News in an exclusive interview Friday night I knew they had a lot of fake accounts, like the bots and everything else that they had. I thought that the price was extorted, extra bent. 
the price he was paying for it was extra bad. Okay, let's read more into this. Trump pointed out correctly, too, that if he called it early, that Musk would not end up buying Twitter. Trump's interview came just hours after Musk, Musk through a formal filing, moved to void his bid to buy Twitter, citing concerns with the volume of fake bot accounts on the platforms. Yeah. Most people on Twitter are bots. There's there's not real, not that many real people on there as you think there are. The vast majority of people on Twitter are just bots. That's just how it is. All right, there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Twitter's chairman, however, fired back saying the company intends to attempt to enforce the agreement with Musk to buy the company, something Trump said he expects a lot of litigation over. Like Twitter, they're going to try to force Elon to. They actually announced they were going to file a lawsuit to force Elon to buy the company because they agreed to, to sell it to him. I don't know what will happen. Anything could happen in this situation because a lot of weird things happen. So will he will it end up going to, to Musk? I don't know. Will he actually not buy it? I don't know. We'll just have to leave that up for later on. Who knows? <clears throat> I called it early and said the deal is never going to happen, Trump said. We're going to have to see what happens because they're going to be saying, you owe us $44 billion because I hear they have a very tight contract. Contract. It's supposed to be ironclad, but I don't know how you define ironclad. But it's an ironclad contract, and he put up a billion dollars despite the deposit. So I see that ending up a bit of lit, in a bit of lit, a lot of, of litigation. It, it will end up in litigation. There's going to be a court hearings over this, like a whole lot of hearings. Like it's going to get wild out here. And when I mean wild, I mean wild. Yeah, let's just read more into this. So, yeah. yeah, All of the bot, bot, bots, well, Trump said for his social media platform, Truth Social, Trump's platform, which he noted this reporter joined recently, is something he says is very successful so far and is on the verge of eclipsing the 5 million user mark. I'm already a, a, a person who I'm already signed up for Truth Social. I love it. It's actually really fun to use. So, yeah. And plus just seeing, actually being able to see Trump post on there brings it back to the Twitter days. It just brings it back. I wish he was still on Twitter, but yeah. So, yeah. Personally, I have something called truth that you're on, Trump said. It's very successful. We have better interactions. It's doing phenomenal. And it's over, and, and it'll be over 5 million people very soon. And we'll be at 10 million people in the not too distant future. I can't wait for that too. Trump has been very has been quite active on his Truth Social platform, regularly making comments on there on there about the news of, of the day or political matters, such as endorsements, weighing in on races around the country. He launched it after Twitter and Facebook banned him following the events of something <clears throat> in his last days at the White House. We'll just leave it at that. So yeah. The big tech um, giants censoring a sitting president of the United States has further ignited national debate about the power such as companies have 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 over free speech in the country and alternatives like Trump's have have raced to the capitalize on the moment. Like I said, I believe that the First Amendment should be amended to include social media. That's my opinion and have it be served as them serve as utilities that everyone can enjoy. 
like and have it be based in U.S. law. Like everything that's illegal, you can't actually do it on there. Everything that's legal, you can. That's just the way I view it. That's just my opinion. You can have a different opinion from me, but that's just the way I view it. And also, I think all the algorithms should be published so everyone can take the code in the algorithm and and and, and like go create their own terms of certain, go create their own version of it and create their own terms of service with it. That's just my opinion. So like these companies, they're not private companies, in my opinion. What they are, they are they are public. They're not just publishers, but they become bigger than what they were intended to be. And like th this is just how it is. They're supposed they're they're comp they're they're utilities. Everyone uses them. This is how we communicate these days. This isn't the old days where like you had to um, use the telephone or like just send a letter to communicate with someone. No, this is how we actually communicate with people. This is the public square. I, I don't know if you, if you don't have to like it, but that's just how it is. So, yeah. Trump's interview came backstage here after an event focused on law and order with Clark County Sheriff Joe Lombardo. Lombardo? I believe that's how his name is said. Um, forgive me if that's wrong. And former Attorney General Adam Laxalt, the Republican nominees, respectively for governor and U.S. Senate here in Nevada at the Treasure Island Hotel and Casino on, on the Las Vegas Strip. Both candidates recently won the nomination with Trump's endorsement in the primary and hope to defeat incumbent Democrat Governor Steve Silak and Senator um, Kathy Cortez-Mastro respectively, in November. Like I said, like, I wished Elon would would have bought it. I kind of, I wish he did. But because of all this nonsense going on, yeah, he just couldn't. Also, I think Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates have, and a lot of the other elites have something to say, too. They're putting a lot of pressure on him, so he probably had to back out either way. So I kind of had to respect him for that because he was protecting his own life and his family's life, so. Uh, because he's because he's one of the because like Elon is in the was in the club but he get, but he was because he's a member he's a descent, descendant of the someone in the committee of the three hundred of the families in the descendant in the committee of three hundred let's just say my mistake he's a descendant of, of one of the families and like JFK he's in Trump he's going against the system that's just how it is and like like remember that thing he posted about Bill Gates a few weeks ago well a few months ago I should say that meme. Like I told Osiris on the on Rumble, like I'm still surprised that he even got away with that. So, but Osiris then said, like, how do you know he got away with it? Like they're investigating him and they're cracking coming down on him. So yeah, like I looked at, it, I was like, oh okay. So, like I said, like things are getting bad right here. I, I just hope things, I just hope things turn out for the best. I just do. I don't want things to get any worse than they are, but it's just how it is. So. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this episode up right now. Uh, this has been a fun episode to come back. Uh, like I said, like maybe one, anywhere from one to three episodes each week from now on. And I'm not going to like, like, because while the strike is going, I still have the strike on my channel. That's just how it's going to be. Now, once the strike drops off in September, in September, I believe, that's when I'll get back to do, probably get back to doing what I, what I love doing, like just cranking out episodes. Hope to do it soon. August or September, somewhere around that line. I'll have to check again, but it'll be it, it'll be something around those lines. So, yeah. All right, guys, make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel, share this video, and turn on notifications so we can beat the YouTube algorithm. Because my channel is shadow banned, and we need to to, to and I need it unshadow banned. We need to break the walls, and just so we can get this out to more people to see, 
and so my channel can grow like i said also make sure to follow me on all the other social media platforms and also make sure to follow me and sub and then follow me and like this video on like this video on rumble and follow me on rumble and share that with your friends as well also same thing with bitchu follow me there and and like the, the video there and like um share that with your friends as well and also like on all the other podcast platforms as well follow me on there and, and like and like that and share it with your friends so my channel can grow and my podcast can grow too sorry all right guys this is ray the host of the ray infinity show podcast this has been episode number 55. Catch you guys later. Peace.